I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to a Thursday edition of Bob Bernie Live. Uh, I just I have no idea where the time goes. Can't believe it is already Thursday of this week. I welcome you. Thank you for joining me. It is such an incredible privilege for me to be on this side of the microphone, knowing that you folks are on the other side of the microphone. I don't ever want to take you, the audience, for granted, because the program is, it's not about me. I realize i realize it's got my name on it, uh, but the minute all you folks tune out, uh, there, well, there. Bob Bernie would continue, but there would be no Bob Bernie live. There'd be no program without you folks. So, thank you. I appreciate you so much. Your uh, your kindness, your uh, ability to be an LTD to listen, think, and discern, and also your incredible generosity. Anyway, welcome. Here's my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. We honestly have the best judicial system on planet Earth. I really do believe that. Our judicial system is a masterpiece as originally designed by our founding fathers. But it is far from perfect because it uses people. And people are far from perfect. And here is another illustration of what I believe is, uh, well, not, well, yeah, government because it's a federal judge, judicial overreach. South Dakota uh, recently passed some legislation that requires. Abortion pills, abortion drugs, drugs that stop the beating heart of an unborn baby. The state of South Dakota has required that those drugs be given in person by a medical professional, preferably a doctor, but at least um, a medical professional in person. 
So in other words, a medical professional actually sits down with the girl, the woman, the female, explains what the drug is about, explains what the drug will do, explains what the consequences are if the drug is taken. And uh, in fact, the way the law is written, uh, three visits are involved uh, as a part of the uh, as a part of the process. Well, a federal judge, Karen Schreier, who just happens to be a Clinton appointee, said, uh-uh, nope, threw it out, blocked it from being enforced. The uh, the South Dakota, pardon me, the South Dakota law requires that abortion facilities give abortion drugs to women in person under the supervision of a medical profession. Professional. Uh, quote, a woman must make multiple visits to the abortion facility, first for informed consent, second for the first abortion drug, third for the second abortion drug, and fourth for a follow-up to make sure that the patient is progressing well. I don't think that's out of the ordinary. I don't think that's unusual. I don't I don't think that's outrageous at all. We're talking about and by the way, we are told that these abortion inducing drugs are completely safe. No, they are not. Uh do your homework, do some research. Anyway, in the judge's ruling, she said, quote, the rule creates a substantial obstacle to women seeking abortions. Yeah, it's a life-changing event. It should be taken seriously. It should not be taken casually. Yes! Well, the judge says that the um, the law creates a substantial obstacle to women seeking abortion and here's the the part that's really troubling, and Planned Parenthood likely will succeed in its lawsuit. So in other words, the lawsuit from Planned Parenthood and other abortion providers has not even gone through the courts. This judge single-handedly has just said, no, I think I know what's better. The judge also asserted that... uh, Planned Parenthood and its patients would face irreparable harm if the state enforces the law. Now, wait a minute. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. I I can, I don't agree, but I can understand the argument about the patients. But how in the world would Planned Parenthood face, and again, I'm quoting, irreparable harm by requiring a woman before she gets an abortion drug to have a consultation with the doctor for informed consent, a second uh, visit to actually get the first pill, third visit to get the second pill, and a fourth visit just to find out if there were any complications. How is that irreparable harm to Planned Parenthood. Obviously, according to the news story, quote, pro-abortion groups celebrated the ruling with claims that abortion drugs are safe. 
and get this, quote, necessary for women to be free. You see, this is what it's all about. Not facing consequences. All right, so a woman gets pregnant, makes a conscious decision to be involved in sexual relationships, knowing full well that a pregnancy could be a result of that sexual relationship. And then when a pregnancy occurs, no consequences, none whatsoever. Pop a couple pills and just forget about it. Um, so once again, we have a federal judge blocking a piece of very common sense legislation. Certainly not the first, and I'm sure it uh, won't be the last. Speaking of common sense, I, I did you watch the the uh, the Super Bowl? Seventy thousand people at SoFi Stadium there in Los Angeles. Uh, there were a bunch of crowd shots. Now get this: masks were required. Did you see anybody wearing masks? Did you see anybody wearing masks in the stands, on the field, and in the luxury boxes where all the gazillionaires and the movie stars and the music moguls, where all of them were observed? Did you see anybody wearing a mask? Uh, No. And nobody said a word. City of Los Angeles... The mayor of Los Angeles, the governor of California, nope, not a single word. So, you know, of course, that the Rams won the Super Bowl, and now, as is common, they're going to have a parade to celebrate the Super Bowl champions in Los Angeles. And it's free, and it's open to the public as long as you show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID-19 test. No, even a mask will not allow you to get into the parade. Although, once into the parade, you will be required to wear a mask. So a mask, proof of vaccination, or a negative COVID-19 test will be required. Uh, The parade's going to be a little over a mile long. It will end at the L.A. Coliseum uh, following a one-mile procession. And again, the event is free and open to the public. But fans must show proof of vaccination or a negative antigen test for COVID-19 within 24 hours of the event. Can you say hypocrisy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we will return. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And 
And welcome back to Bob Brady Live. I have to make an apology. Yes, that was my phone going off just as we were going into that last commercial break. I am absolutely, positively, 1,000% certain that I had turned the volume down. I am positive that I turned the volume down. But evidently I didn't. (laughs) So... Oh, my goodness, it's one of the last things I do before we crack open the microphone at 3.30. Uh, I always have my phone here. I mean, you know, how could you live without your phone? But uh, I evidently, I forgot to turn it off. (laughs) And it was the pharmacy calling to say, your drugs are ready. Would it sound better if I said prescription? Same thing, right? Yeah, so uh, uh, we have a prescription to pick up. So uh, anyway, oh, I hate that when the phone goes off. But I'm going to make it up to you. I apologize. That should never happen on live radio. The host's telephone should never ring. But I'm going to make it up to you because I'm going to pass on to you Breaking news bulletin from the Ohio Department of Transportation. Yes, this just came across my Twitter feed from the Ohio Department of Transportation, and they want you to know. Are you ready for this? I hope you're paying attention. I don't care what else you're doing. Drop it and listen to this. The Ohio Department of Transportation wants you to know that since it is raining, you should have your wipers on. No, I'm not making this up. No, no, I'm looking at it. Ohio Department of Transportation, we don't know who needs to see this. (laughs) It's got a picture of rain coming down. It says, wipers on. Uh, That's my uh, public service announcement to you, and it's official from the Ohio Department of Transportation that if it rains, you should probably turn on your windshield wipers. You don't have to thank me. It's okay. It's it's a it's a part of my job. Just I'm just doing my job. Oh, just sometimes I just love government, and uh, well, anyway. Uh, Here's an interesting study from the folks at Pew Research. Uh, This just came out, I believe this was released today. Uh, If not, it it was just yesterday, but I I think it's today from Pew Research. They asked thousands of people across America the question, what is your top priority for the president and Congress to address this year. Top priority. What is your top priority for the president and Congress to address this year? Well, we know that President Biden has been stressing climate change because we don't deal with it. We're all going to die um anyway all right let me let me get to the results of the study and it's it's not 
good for the Biden administration or Democrats in general. Top of the list, number one, numero uno at the top of the list. People ask, what is the top priority for the president and Congress to address this year? Top 71% said strengthening the economy. Yeah, the economy is top of the list. Do you remember the Bill Clinton campaign? Are you old enough to remember? It's the economy, stupid. Remember that? James Carville was uh, primarily responsible for that. It's the economy, stupid. Well, evidently, we are back where the economy is number one and with inflation worse than it has been in decades. Uh, That's not real good news for the uh, president. Uh, Number two, reducing health care costs, 61%. Well, I thought Obamacare was going to take care of all of that. And President Biden has brought back the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, and so forth. Uh, So that was number two. Number three, Dealing with the coronavirus outbreak. Uh, Number four, improving education. Is the current administration doing anything to improve education? Uh, If they are, I'm not aware of anything. Uh, Securing Social Security was next. Uh, Right after that, defending against terrorism. Um And next after that, what is that? They're not numbered. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Number seven, when people were asked, what is your top priority for the president and Congress to address this year? Number seven on the list, improving the political system. Number eight, reducing crime Number nine, improving the job situation. Number 10, dealing with the immigration. Number 11, I'm really surprised by this, reducing the budget deficit. Don't you think that should be much higher than number 11? And way, way, way down the list. Now now I got to count again. Let me see here. Um, It's uh, number 13 on the list. Dealing with climate change. Number 13. None of those things bode well for um, the current administration. All right, we'll be back. You're listening to Bob Bernie Live. 